0: Everyone, and Welcome to the Panel Pitch Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Rafi. I'm here with the Astonishing Seth. Wow, that, that sounded like it hurt. It actually kind of did. <laughs> the Baymax. Uh, that sounded like you enjoyed it. I did. The Fantastic David.
1: Uh,
0: and the Occasional Nick. He
2: waved. He says hi. I love it. He does He does a visual joke on a podcast. No, it's fine. We do it, too. It's okay.
0: Actually, it's probably best to the say thing because that way we look crazy, like we all have one imaginary friend. He doesn't, <laughs> actually, he doesn't actually exist. Yeah, no, he's just a figment of our imagination. So, he was part of the Spooky Squad. He's actually a ghost. <laughs> so the Panel Pitch Podcast is a show where I drum up a pitch for a comic book movie, and I explain it to my friends. Uh, we've done this a few times before.
3: <laughs> I think we've already established that we're not friends. We're just uh, strictly Oh, you're free. right, you're right. This is all Partners. professional.
0: We
1: work for free. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I had basically the entire panel by our crew vote on this a while ago. Uh, the options were a Superman Doom movie a second Wolverine movie, and this movie that won, uh, The Inferior Five. And I think it mostly won because you guys don't know who The Inferior Five are. And I can't blame you. Because to put <laughs> it in... That, bad.
3: that name is so intimidating, man. To, to put all it in
0: perspective, inferior. before the Guardians of the Galaxy had a movie, no one outside of comic books knew who they were. Okay? Take that and like, multiply it by ten. Alright, We're talking about a group of characters who had a comic book run that was made 15 issues in the late 60s to early 70s. Mm-hmm. So it's Infer- like even people in comics haven't heard of yes. it. Yes. Yes, because at least the Guardians have done something important before the movie. Oh. The Infer- Inferior Five have never done anything important. Mm-hmm. And the... Jeez, the, I didn't mute my phone. Look at me. Um, and the joke to the Inferior Five, uh, according to the people that created them, was that These were a group of people that needed to be a team. Because when you look at the Avengers or the Justice League, you think, individually, they could save the world on their own. They're pretty good. The Inferior Five are so bad, they need to be a team to equal one hero. That's amazing. And each one of them has powers that are offset by a very awful weakness. Oh, that's just like the idea.
2: (laughs) A little backstage stuff. That's just like Mm. the idea that we have uh, coming up for one particular podcast that we want to do, where it's just like... You know, everybody needs to come in with a power like just, just like a super mundane power with just like a horrible, <laughs> horrible side effect. That
0: like, is a really good you idea. Ha, you
2: can you can flip through a book in uh, what do you call it? You can read every language, but you're dyslexic. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's, what's the point? <laughs> <Are monkeys Paul? laughs> can I read the language of love? <laughs> yeah. But again, you're dyslexic. Oh, you're right. Like,
3: you can become invisible, but only when people aren't looking at you.
0: <laughs> I can make birds. Try to
2: sneak in.
3: Do video cameras count?
2: Yes.
0: Guys, <laughs> save this. Okay. Put a, put a note in that. Um, put a now, in. Because, this, because this team is so irrelevant and not important... I basically have free range to do whatever I want with these characters. Yeah. Because it's like most stories, like, Captain America the Winter Soldier is rightly based off of the comic. Winter Soldier, yeah. With this, it's like, they aren't important enough to have a story, so I had to create one for them. <laughs> uh, so... Do it up. Yeah. So I, I have a cast list here, and I did uh, make a picture of this for people. There's a cat in the background. Ignore that. Um, I am sorry. It's okay. Uh, so cast as a character... Named so cast as a character named the Merry Man, we have uh, Fred Armison, who was on SNL. Oh
2: yeah, yes. he's perfect
0: for it. My dream. I was, don't know that is. Was to get um, ah, shoot, what's the guy that played uh, Dark Dark Helmet in Spaceballs? Oh yeah, that uh, guy. Oh, oh, Rick Moranis. Was, oh Rick Moranis! Yes, yeah. I wanted to get Rick Moranis, but I think he retired from acting a, a while ago. Oh yeah, so.
3: a while ago. So, so I couldn't like get him. But, uh, yeah,
0: but Fred Armiston is built for this role. Yes. Um, we have... He was built for this role. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Fred Armiston's
3: not actually a person. He's just... On you know, the box for f- buying yeah. Fred Merry
0: Merryman is a character whose ability is that he's super intelligent. Uh-huh. At least intelligent enough to lead these guys. Uh, but he's really frail and weak and he has asthma. Like, he is all brain and no brawn. <laughs> And he dresses like a jester to make people laugh, because he wa- he likes making people laugh. Um, we have Patrick Warburton, voice of Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Yes! Playing Awkward Man. Awkward Man? That's awkward perfect. Man. Here, here you
3: go.
0: Awkward Man. Awkward
3: Man's whole shtick is... Is that the, the fat one at the bottom? Or? The blue one. The blue one, okay, awkward. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Awkward Man's whole deal is that he, at least in this script, he's super uh, durable, like he's indestructible, but... His equilibrium is broken, so he's very clumsy. And here's the other thing. Patrick Warburton would only have one line of dialogue. I love it. You only hear him talk once in this movie. Aw. Because I want that challenge of him to just to be like, as an actor who's mostly known for their voice, don't speak for a while. I think it would be a rightful challenge for him. Uh, (laughs) Andy Milonakis. Andy Milanakis? what? From the Andy Milllockish show, Is my show he has a uh, he has a diagnosis where it doesn't look like he physically ages. Yeah, he looks like he's like maybe fourteen, but he's like forty. I don't know. Uh, he's playing a character called the Blimp.
3: I got baloney in my little pocket. <laughs> I love it. Spread some cream cheese. In the Blimp,
0: like Is the Blimp can fly, friend. but more accurately, he floats. <laughs> he can't control his speed and has very little control over his uh, direction. Mm-hmm. So if I there's, love it. So if there's a strong enough gust of wind, he's not going to be flying where he wants to be. That's awesome. Uh, I did a little color casting for a couple of these. Um, playing the White Feather is comedian Kevin Hart. Playing the White Feather. The White Feather, yes. The White Feather is an archer, a master archer, and he's who has stage fright, so if he's trying to do archery and someone looks at him, he's going to get nervous and miss. Same. Uh, let's see, playing Dumb Bunny is Anna Ferris. Dumb Bunny? Who, is, who became popular through the Scary Movie franchise. Yes. She's also married to Chris Pratt. Super fast, but completely retarded? No, she's as strong as an ox, but as smart as one, too. Oh, okay, okay. She's a, a ditzy bimbo with super strength. <laughs> Ditsy bimbo with super
3: strength.
0: I like it. So that's the five. Getting on to some of the other members here, um, or some of the other characters in this, I cast uh, John Boyega, who played Finn in um, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I cast him as a character named Marcus Everett, uh, who is Amazing Man. Amazing Man? Yeah. He's probably the most, like, up top. Yo, I, I saw the next one. Yeah, I, I, know, love it. I know, I know. I love it. So, uh, Amazing Man's whole deal is that... I mean, you'll, you'll learn his origin, but his power is that he can copy a material and become that. So if he touches steel, he can become made of steel. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's Kevin Eleven. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, Max, uh, who's next? Uh, Yes. The two, like, bumbling uh, side villains in this are Cyclotron and Deathbolt. Cyclotron is being played by Jordan Peele, and Deathbolt is Keegan-Michael Key.
3: Yes. From
0: Key and Peele. And again, I, I did some color casting. I was lucky that both of these characters... Are related to the main villain, and they have similar-looking costumes. I love it. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, their whole niche is that I think Cyclotron has radiation-based powers, and Deathbolt has electricity powers. But their individual quirks are that if Cyclotron gets too worked up, he'll like explode a little bit, like send a, a small wave of radiation. So you could have random scenes where he's getting all worked up, and just Jordan Peele has to like run off set. You hear an explosion and he runs back. (laughs) And uh, with Deathbolt, his niche would be he needs to be charged a lot, so he has a bag of, like, batteries and he kind of just puts one in his mouth when no one's looking around. (laughs) They're like (laughs) cigarettes for him. And that's how he gets his powers. Um, And the big bad for this is a character named the Ultra Humanite who is this white gorilla-looking motherfucker. (laughs) He's a Superman villain. A scientist that put his scientist that turned himself into a monkey monster. Alright, he's played by uh, Ian Buchanan, who would do the physical role for him as a human and also the voice role for him as a monster. He voiced him in uh, the Justice League Animated series. And uh, that is basically the cast. There's one more cast who has a very small role that we're going to be getting into as we open. Now we can get on to the actual story. So, we open in Berlin during the Summer Olympics as uh, sports correspondent Stephen Colbert... Announces a uh, announces the entry of a U.S. athlete Marcus Everett, uh, Marcus the Amazing Everett, uh, as he won a foot race, and it's it's after that race that he's down in the locker room and he's you know, wiping all the sweat off, and he hears some commotion in the boiler room. Commotion. So, again, this is John Boyoya as Marcus Everett. He wanders into the boiler room, and he sees just. There's just a stormtrooper there with a fucking baton. (laughs) Traitor! (laughs) (laughs) He he wanders down there and he sees our our three villains for this. He sees the ultra-humanite, big white monkey man. Me too. He sees Deathbolt and Cyclotron. And, uh... He sees them setting up some kind of bomb and he tries to stop them. The bomb goes off, there's a white explosion, and we pan over to, like, maybe, like, the opening credits or something. Um... And then it says, two months later in Hollywood, California, a reporter, played by Charlie Day, uh, is taking a swig from his flask, and he openly complains about his boss giving him crap work. And he's parked outside of this house with a big five on it. And he complains to himself because there's not enough good news stories going on, and there's no superheroes in California, except for the superior, inferior five. Mm-hmm. And he's complaining because these heroes suck so badly... But they're still superheroes, so he still has to report news on them. i And, it, like, he goes there, and, and Merry Man opens the door, and he's, like, really proud to introduce the team and their base, and he's, he's showing them around, introducing them to all the members. Uh, this is the way we get to learn about in, individual members and their powers. And, um... A- as they're uh, talking, Merry Man explains, like, the origin, how the team get together. Well, each of them discovered they had powers, uh not too long ago they're, they're all in like their late 20s mm-hmm. and um Mary Man got a call on his phone to meet this man in a yellow cloak at a park and then apparently the yellow cloaked man called the other four people to this park and then he just said to them you all have powers you should be a superhero team and they disappeared and so Charlie Day as the reporter is just like you guys suck your powers suck your origin sucks and your building sucks. And you're not good at being... Because like he, he's drunk, right? He's, you're not good at being superheroes. And he, he goes off just being like, Look, you let a group of robbers run off with, a, with bank money last week, caused a car accident the week before, and set a forest on fire three weeks ago while trying to get a cat out of a tree. And the mayorman's like, Yeah, but we got that, we got that cat, though. <laughs> and uh, they have a police radio that goes off. Uh, there's a robbery at the, uh, a Star Lab Center in California. And, uh, the five of them and the reporter go outside and there's a van with a six painted on it. And, and they're like, come on, get in our sixth van. He's like, let me guess, the van's like the sixth member. And, and Whitefeather's like, uh, no, that's the sixth one we've had. We crashed into five. So, they arrive at Star Labs where, uh, Deathbolt, Cyclotron, and, like, a group of hired thugs are stealing a a large engine piece from the lab. And with them, they have Marcus Everett, who's also in a ridiculous costume. And uh, basically the idea is the bomb that went off in the beginning of the movie at the Olympics uh, gave Marcus powers. And he figures they can't undo my powers until they get away with whatever their big scheme is, so I have to help them. And, like, in the process, you might have people in the background being like, hey, isn't that the Olympic sports... Isn't that Olympic sports medalist uh, Marcus Everett? And him just being like, don't look at me! I'm not a hero
1: anymore! Yeah.
0: Which is ironic, because by the end of the movie, he's gonna be... Okay, so... Um, there's a big fight between the five and uh, the three villains. And, like, during the fight, again, you could show off how ineffectual these, these characters are. Mm-hmm. Of, like, the blib flying at a group of guys... Instead of flying, he's just like, ah, like very slowly, like, ah, and the gu- the goon can just be there like, ah, like he's afraid, but he doesn't know what to what, do, because the blip is slowly flying at him, and he doesn't know where to go or what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you get an awkward man, like, defeating goons by just falling on them, or tripping, and then they trip over him. Have a scene. Hey, it... Shouldn't, like,
2: every time Patrick Warburton, like, goes to talk, but somebody just cuts him off? Yeah, like? yeah, he could do
0: that. <laughs> uh, you could have Dumb Bunny just being, like... He go, she goes, to, like, pull a gun out of some guy's hand, but, like, ends up, like, pulling his arm out of the guy's socket by mistake. Because, <laughs> like, with Superman, he knows when to hold back, especially when, like, opening doors or something. But she doesn't. I don't want it to be too violent that she's ripping off people's arms or whatever. But just hurting people by mistake... Like, have her just, like, give a friendly, like, punch the, to the back of, one, like, one of her teammates' shoulders, and then just... Ah! Ah! Sorry. I think you should just be, like, the the guy who's, like,
3: immune, or whatever. Oh, that, that awkward, like just man. She, like, punches him, and he, like, flies through a yeah, building. And yeah, and he's, he's super like, oh. durable, so he just kind of has to deal with it. Yeah, that could Jeez. work. I like that. That'd be
0: funny. Yeah. Um, see, this is what I mean. I, I, you know, you guys put in the extra work. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have the white feather, like, missing shots but still, like, hitting people in the feet or something. (laughs) I'm gonna do it! Oh, sorry, I hit your foot. Oh! have, like, the the Ace Ventura scene. (laughs) In both the knees.
1: Or when his enemy flying, he tries to aim at him who he misses and you lands to in another vote spot. for Hillary or Trump it lands in into... across town like yeah. another person
0: oh like someone who's not related like every time it goes off screen you're like ah! it can be like the same guy throughout the movie just a Wilhelm scream my leg just a constant Wilhelm scream in the background yes. someone's playing that sound a little too much um, during the fight um, the three villains get away and the grunts are defeated but you know the five let the other three villains get away but mistake and also, during the firefight, Charlie Day's character is shot and killed. And he's there, dying, and the five surround him. And they're like, don't worry, reporter guy, we'll avenge you. And he's kind of just like, please, just just leave. <laughs> and then, like, he dies, and they're like, we're going to avenge him, guys. He put, our, he put his faith in us. <laughs> I hate all of you. Don't worry, we got you, man. So, one of the goons is, like, trying to get away. And White Feather gets right in his face with the bow and arrow. And he's like, here's the question. I only got six arrows. But am I too nervous that I'm going to miss every shot? Or will I get lucky? You decide. <laughs> <laughs> like, starts like, this like is two arrows. And he's like, third time's the charm. And the guy's like, all right, I'll tell you where they're going. Jeez. So, they get in the six van. Me too. And they drive off to wherever the bad guys are going. They get in a, a cop car chase because during this time, because I, I set this in my ideal DC Cinematic Universe, during this time, the Department of meta Affairs are trying to lock down on superpowered people and get them, like, government-registrated, basically. Mm-hmm. And so you have a car chase between the DMA vans and the six van. And, um... <laughs> Mary Man has a very strong thing of, of justice where he's like, I don't know if I should pull over because they're telling me to. Isn't this breaking the law? And all five of them, or at least four of them, could just try to come up with reasons, being like, but we're breaking the law to protect the law. Yeah, that's right, we are. In that case, and then he swerves and gets away from the DMV guys, goes off a cliff through a billboard or something. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> or you have them go off a cliff, and, like, the other cars follow, and they all fall down, but the blimp is like, keeping the car like slightly floated up so it's (laughs) gliding across the city. (laughs) Have an E. T moment there. So so they drive through the uh Mojave Desert and there's just a random shed and they uh what they do is they take one of the goons like radios and use it to like track down where the other um where the three villains are going. At your ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Um, so uh, they get to this shed in the middle of the desert. And uh, Merryman kind of like, theorizes like, hmm, there must be a secret base under that shed. We have to be sure to watch out for any traps. And Dumbbody just like lifts the shed up. It's like, yeah, there's a hatch. <laughs> Toss. Same. They, they park the van because they want to stay hidden. They park the van behind a van-shaped rock. Um, behind a van-shaped rock. <laughs> like perfectly it. shaped rock.
3: So they, they like do it so it's like the rock is here mm-hmm. and they're like right here. Yeah, like and the slightly, car's just
0: sticking out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit be, it's hard to tell. You gotta be at an angle. <laughs> you have like two cops.
2: Isn't the guy the guys are trying to find like
0: <laughs> No, that's yeah. just a rock, man. Yeah, it's stupid, it's just a rock. It's just a band shaped rock. Shut up, Jenkins, it's just a rock. The
1: pioneers used <laughs> to drive these babies for miles. <laughs> <laughs> pioneers used to
0: drive these babies for miles. So um they go down this hatch and it's like an underground government base. It's pretty underground, you've probably never heard of it. <laughs> it's called the Underground Base. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, there's just there's a sign <laughs> on the side. <laughs> underground Base. Like, there's a hatch, like, on the, a label on the hatch where it's just like, Secret Base, do not enter. And you're like, hmm. They ripped the tag off. No, we can go in now. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say anything, right? Come on. It doesn't say not to rip the paper off. <laughs> uh, we next, like, as they're walking through the halls, there's a bunch of, like, dead soldiers. But some of them are just knocked out. And when they walk, like, away from them, one of the soldiers, like, goes on the radio and calls the DMA. And, like, they think, because they got knocked out early in the fight, like, the the, the five killed everyone in the room. They're like, we got some colorful superheroes down here that killed all my buddies. Why am I alive? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Ultra Humanite and his uh, three cohorts are stealing, like, a special component in the base. And, like... Ultra Humanite's kind of, like, musing over how how his plan is almost finished. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) Cyclotron and, um, Cyclotron and Deathbolt are, like, teasing Marcus and just being, like, he's too important to get his hands dirty. We had to kill all those guys ourselves. All he did was knock people out. Can we just say, like, can I just say every
3: time I, uh, hear those two are, like, doing something together, I I just kind of picture they're, like standing on a stage, just being like, I'm Keegan-Michael Keegan, michael and i am Jordan Peele, and we are to... robbing this bank. <laughs> 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 or, we are gonna kill you all, the bomb goes no, off. they be like,
1: you know who looks oddly familiar to us? What? Those guys from Key and Peele. No, no, they don't look like us. You can have
0: one scene where they're like waiting in the car and they're like watching a Key and Peel video on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what about their, uh, the movie Keanu
3: or something they just like have a reference somewhere in there <laughs> they have like a little like, just, like
0: a cat a cat like thing hanging on the windshield like yeah. the, the, the mirror yeah literally right there you have mm. all the references you want um so like the ultra ultra human is just musing and like you hear like creaking up above them, and they look up and the five are in an air duct all like huddled together <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening me too <laughs> and it like all the weight like breaks and they all fall except for blimp who kind of just like floats down like a feather <laughs> White feather doesn't float down like a feather? No, he falls, <laughs> like a man.
1: But he misses the ground because he's a bad archer. Not like he a... misses the ground. <laughs>
0: oh! He falls like a man. David, yes. Not like Blimp, who's, who, look, who is the age of a man, but looks like a boy. Um, so so the, the Ultra Humanite is like, he's, he's oblivious to the fact that these heroes are ineffectual. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, aha, superheroes, you've followed me down here. I'm very much impressed that you snuck by my, all my defenses. And, like, you have the three guys, like, looking at each other, like, is that us? Are we the defenses? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Ultra Human, it's like, I'm sure you're, you want to know my master plan. And the five are just like, no, you don't. No, it's fine. You have to tell us. And he's like, it all began several <laughs> years ago. And you're like, no, please don't. And he's like, back in Petropolis. <laughs> so he goes off with his origin. And you could have, like, actual scenes of this. You could do it in, like, black-and-white newsrails if you want to keep it, like, retro. Um, the old humanite used to be a scientist named Gerald Shugel. And, uh, he studied human evolution in a metropolis lab. And when Superman first showed up and got in the battle, uh, some collateral damage fell on him and crippled him. But, despite Superman accidentally crippling this guy, the scientist wanted to learn more about Superman and got a piece of his DNA. And he went to his old buddy Lex Luthor and was like, hey, let's graft this Kryptonian DNA to humans, and it'll kickstart a new evolution. And uh, Lex Lexuther had his people throw him out. <laughs> like, you could have him be like, he had his guards escort me out, but it's actually just like guards taking this cripple and throwing him down the stairs. Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no, like, wheel, <laughs> wheelchair accessible thing up there. No, they, they had a
1: wheelchair accessible sign, but they threw him down the
0: stairs anyway. <laughs> or they, like, reel him out, and then they just <laughs> scoop him out onto the stairs. <laughs> um, But despite that, he wanted to... He decided to use the the DNA on himself. But he realized that his body wasn't strong enough. So he created a de-evolution machine. Mm -hmm. So in the process of grafting Superman's DNA to himself... And reversing his evolution... He turned himself into the white monkey man that he is. But he's super intelligent and super strong. But he's just a white monster monkey man. And he's like... And he figured... Well, the problem isn't me now. The problem is that everyone else isn't what I am. So, what I'm going to do is... I'm Turn gonna...
1: people into monkeys.
0: What I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a bomb that will reverse evolution. Turning everyone on Earth into a humanite. But I will be the ultra-humanite. I will lead the people of this generation and make them smarter than they were
1: before. But your technology can cure cancer. No, I want to turn people into monkeys. <laughs> 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 no. What? Why would I do that?
3: Fuck you, man. So uh, I'm getting a message from the occasional Nick, our uh, imaginary friend. Yeah? Uh, all the men should wear extremely tight tights to show off their sexy fanny.
1: whole all things <laughs> a good idea, idea, you can say, you say that. This is
0: why we do this. This is why we have you around. Yeah. This is why we imagine you do that. <laughs> We're problem solvers. We solve problems. <laughs> We imagine that he solves the problems, and then they get solved. Yeah, exactly. He's, there, boom. he's just our translator to be like, I have a smart idea, but I'm too humbled to say it myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> after explaining his origin, most of the five are, like, half awake. They're kind of just all, like, leaning on each other. And, like, they're kind of like, oh, God, thank, thank goodness he's done with this stupid story. And Ultra Humanite's like, I bet you want to know what happened with my minions, too! And he's like, and they're like, no. oh, come on, dude.
3: Design. I don't want to hear about the minions, they're yellow and they're stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> about three months ago. And he goes off to be like. This is like half the movie. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say that, like, dude, we have, we have like an hour. Come on. Come on, man, we can't do this.
2: Blimp, Blimp has a doctor's appointment. Like,
3: come on. Yeah. The White Feather has a therapy session. Come on. So. You just can't look at me, man. <laughs> don't look at me. D- Blimp has Benjamin Button's disease, like,
0: really bad, so. Like.
3: So he's actually like seventy
0: like <laughs> yeah. so the ultra human is just like, I tried to set off my first bomb at uh at some lab, but a jander it was going to run off radiation, but some jander got in the way, and he looks over at cyclotron and he goes, "I was just doing my job <laughs> and he's like, and then I tried to set up a bomb that was electricity based and would have turned people to monkey people at uh <laughs> like a then another a, janitor you know, got at, in the at way. an airport, but some male steward has got in the way and then Deathbolt's like, hey. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> hey. And then he's just like then my hey, third bomb was based off molecular energy. <laughs> <It's> my passion. <laughs> <laughs> it went off molecular energy and I tried to set it off at the Olympics, but then that gold medalist had to get in the way. like, yeah, you you saw that. <laughs> that's
3: that's me. It's
0: a me. Me is a man. So so now Ultra Humanity is like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the parts that I stole, and I'm going to go to this weather tower, and I'm going to use Earth's atmosphere itself to create my new de-evolution bomb. Neat. And Merryman is like the only person awake at this point, and he's like sitting on Aquaman's back or awkward man's back, and he's just like, uh, I have a question. If if this is weather based, aren't you going to create another like minion who just has weather based powers? And Ultra is like, Ultra is like, no, it's not going to it's not going to happen. It's ridiculous. Doesn't look at the other three behind him <laughs> as examples. And so, Cyclotron and Deathbolt are like, yo, if we had a weather based guy on our team, we could call him, like, sh- I don't know, Weather Wizard. And one's like, nah, that's one of weather the Flashes guys. That's one of the Flashes guys. We can't use that name. What about, like, Major Disaster? He's like, psh, dude, the guy we're gonna get isn't gonna be a Major. That doesn't work. He's gonna be a minor. And then the, the Blimp, who, like, slightly wakes up, is like, hey, what about Storm? and Cyclotron and Deathbolt are like it's not bad (laughs) it's not not bad it's not bad uh and like the Alderman begins to leave as uh the two or as the three catchmen fight the five I just kind of picture Keegan just being like this motherfucker and and, and, like the five the five lose of course the the five lose of course and like Deathbolt and Cyclotron are like alright we gotta kidnap one of them as leverage and like (laughs) uh Deathbolt C- Cyclotron goes to take Mary Man because he's the weakest and Deathbolt is like, or Cyclotron is like, dude, why don't we just kidnap dumb bunny, like the the chick. And Deathbolt's like, dude, it's 2017. We can't kidnap women anymore. <laughs> we that, can't do that. Women are funny. Get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's ignorant. You can't do that anymore. That's ignorant. <laughs> so. Just ignorant. That's
1: ignorant.
0: So the three <laughs> henchmen, <laughs> the three henchmen and ultrahumanity pile into their, uh, their, like, pickup truck or whatever. And they have Merryman in an extremely small cage in the back.
2: <laughs> Is it like a dog cage? Yeah. I, I could just, like, stretch and
0: get out of this, right? Like, <laughs> you won't, though. You a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the, the, remaining oh, four, you're right. the remaining four members are, like, running through the base trying to go save Merryman. But they're stopped by uh, the DMA's official Suicide Squad, <laughs> which consists of uh, Rick Flagg as their leader. Uh, Bronze Tiger, who's a really good martial artist, Killer Frost, Doctor Light, and uh, the Sports Master. I like it. Who does sports, as mm-hmm. we know, the Sports Master. Yes, the Sportsman. <laughs> the master this, like, of Dr. all Light, sports. Like
3: John Sportsman, like, uh, like Teen, Titans, Teen Titans, Doctor Titans Dr. Light. Dr. Light. Yeah,
0: that. Oh, Dr. Light. sweet. So, uh, without Merryman's guidance, the team loses quicker than usual, uh, <laughs> and they're <laughs> arrested, and the four are brought into like the team's helicopter. It's quicker than usual. <laughs> So... They're always gonna lose, but they gotta make sure that you lose first. <laughs> it's a war of attrition! <laughs> so, the Ultra-Human and his men arrive at a weather tower, and they begin setting up the device on the top of the tower. At the bottom of the building, uh, Marcus is asked to like watch Merriman and make sure he doesn't crawl out of the kennel. Yeah. And uh, Merriman is like, Listen, I know you're an athlete, Marcus, and you inspire people, you're a hero. You still can be. Never. It's like no. I've gone too far. People have seen my face and they associate it with a villain now. There's no going back. And like he figures, like if Ultra Humanite turns the world to monkey people, maybe they won't remember my fall from grace. <coughs> and uh, Merriman is like, listen, it doesn't matter if you're imperfect. You can still be a hero. All right. Let me tell you my origin. And I promise it won't be as boring as Ultra Humanite's. So, Let me tell you my origin. This whole movie is just talking about, like, three-fourths of this movie is two people's backstory. Ironically, yeah. it's still not an origin movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, back when he was just a civilian named Myron Victor, uh, Merryman grew up the son of two war heroes. His parents either resented him or pitied him, Def- depending on the weak. Uh, he was scrawny, he was weak, he had health issues, but he was smarter than anyone else in his class, even before he had superpowers. After high school, he went from job to job, each too simple for him. None were good enough. One night, when he reached adulthood and he was on his own in an apartment, uh, a robber broke into his, his, into his apartment. And rather than call the cops or surrender, mm-hmm. Myron talked to the robber. He found out this guy was having, like, um, financial issues. And so, over the course of that night, Merry Man talked to this robber and helped him sort out a living plan that would work with him financially. <laughs> and today, that robber owns a business... And gives small shares of money to Merryman to support his team. And so, like, by the end of the story, uh, Everett is like, okay, I, I get what you're trying to what you're trying to say. You're, you're proud to be a hero, even if you're not that good at it. My problem is, like, why would you call your team the Inferior Five? Isn't that, like, insulting to yourselves? And Merryman's whole thing is, like, because it's honest. Because people admire honesty. And there is nothing more honest than admitting your imperfections. hmm looks at the camera wink uh, so on the helicopter that the suicide squad have they're flying uh, over the ocean and like the f- the suicide squad are just like insulting the team and how, yeah. s- how much they suck just like everyone else does in this movie <laughs> and um i like it and dumb bunny sheds a tear and awkward- an awkward man sees this and he and he rises and this is, this is one point where he talks in the film. Oh. And he says, like, Hey, Rick. <laughs> hey, Peter. When we land, which one of these guys are you planning on killing? And, like, everyone's looking around. And Rick's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I have telepathy powers. I can read your mind. You want to kill off one of your own team members to set an example. Question is, which one of these people is stupid enough not to believe me? And everyone's like... And then a fight happens inside the helicopter... <laughs> Where they're all trying to fight each other so none of them can die. Alright, They end up killing the pilot, and then the helicopter crashes into the ocean. (laughs) But then, rising out of the water, is the blimp as a flotation device. (laughs) And the team members are huddled on him. I like it. And Dumb Bunny and Awkward Man share an awkward kiss. (laughs) Like, we're talking like slobbery, like really bad looking. Yeah. White Feather's just like, can you white people stop making out and help me paddle? Can you like (laughs) not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even blimps like yeah you guys are making out on me that's really fucked up it's fucking weird can you stop yeah this is like really uncomfortable for me well, like, but I'm also gonna... kind of comfortable I don't, i'm not
2: <laughs> i mean i'm not against it i just don't want it to happen right now yeah
0: can we just yeah, yeah now's not the, same the time for later can i guys Can i watch you guys make out later please so uh on top of the weather tower the ultramate's still uh preparing his bomb and behind his back cyclotron and deathbolt have umbrellas and they're like, with these umbrellas, we won't be able to, we will be turned into monkey people. They're like, alright, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, Marcus Everett and Merry Man, like, come up to the roof and they break through. They're like, ha! Ah, ah, it's a lot of stairs. We're gonna stop you now. So the two of them fight Cyclotron and Death Ball. Um, and since Merry Man's smart, he's like, hey, you can absorb, like, other elements, Marcus. So here's the umbrella that I took from one of the guys. Absorb the rubber on it. You're immune to Deathbolt's electrical powers. Um, end up, like, <laughs> And then, like, during the fight, Cyclotron's powers begin to uh, over-radiate. So he jumps off the roof and explodes on the way down. <laughs> Deathbolt, like, gets back up from the fight, and he's like, he hears Cyclotron calling for him downstairs. And he goes, Screw this! And he, and he runs down the stairs. Because Key and Peel can't be off-screen from each other for too long. Um, <laughs> it's in their contract. Yep, and like as Deathbolt's going down the stairs, the other four members are going up the stairs. And they're like, and they're like, look, I don't want to fight you. And they're like, we don't want to fight you either. So they like, kind of like shuffle around <laughs> each other. Like, all right, you go you know, that way. And, like maybe like White Feather turns with Deathbolt and he's like, no, 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 you're with them. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> um, and they go up the stairs. So the Inferior Five is back together, and they're fighting the Ultra Humanite and, uh, you know, Marcus is helping, too, and, uh, during the fight, Merryman goes to shut off the bomb, but the yellow-cloaked figure that assembled the five originally shows up and pushes him out of the way, and then the guy in the yellow cloak, like, has some kind of, like, technological rod that just allows him to use energy from the bomb to project lightning blasts or whatever, and he's trying to fight back the five so he can use the bomb. (laughs) And Merry Man's like, why? Why would you bring us together just so you can use the bomb for yourself? And, and the yellow figure is like, you see, I used to work for, uh, for Lex Luthor. So when he denied the Ultra Humanite's plan to graft Kryptonite DNA, um, I overheard him say, let's do it anyway. So <laughs> the yellow figure is like, here is why I'm doing this. And then the rest of them are like, oh, come on, not another one. <laughs> Goes into the scene. Uh, apparently, Lex Luthor kidnapped, like, five civilians from different places on, uh, in the country and grafted the D- the Superman's DNA onto them to not great effects. It gave them, each of them, the powers of Superman, like, individual powers, but with horrible weaknesses. Those five people had their brains wiped and planted back in their normal lives. And the yellow figure knew each of those five people had powers and assembled them back together. And he's like, You see, I'm so smart, I knew that these course of events would happen. So now I'm going to take advantage of it, and take the ultra-humanized bomb, and none of you can stop me because, hey, you all suck. Why else would I I make you a super team if I wasn't confident enough that I could beat you myself? (laughs) And the five are like, that's really complicated. And, like, you could have the blimp be like, Raincoat. Raincoat's another good weather-based villain name. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> and he's yellow. That works really well. <laughs> yellow figure, just like yeah. This is all the reason I need to to kill you guys. And uh, during the fight, the five work together. Uh, they do some like, what did I write down for this? Okay, so dumb bunny throws white feather up into the air. He fires an arrow that hits like the yellow figure's magic rod, whatever. They basically work together to take down the yellow-cloaked figure. And then, Ultra Humanite makes uh, the Amazing Man, or Marcus Everett, sorry, uh, absorb a metal material, throws him at... He, like, does the cannonball special or whatever. Mm-hmm. Throws him at the bomb, deactivates it. And, like, when the dust clears and the police are there to arrest the yellow-cloaked figure, Merry Man is just like, it's time we unmask this guy, guys. And pulls off the face, and, uh, it's Lex Luthor. And then they're like, but that doesn't line up, this doesn't make sense to what his story was. So it's another mask and they pull it off. Oh no. And it's Batman. And they're like, No, he can't be in every movie. <laughs> they pull off the Batman mask. But in doing that, they were lying to themselves <laughs> because he was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls, they pull off the Batman mask and it's Bugs Bunny. Alright. And all right. they're like, you know, that would be really awesome, but that's a mask too. And they pull it off. And it's uh, Alfred E. Newman. It's a horse. Alfred E. Newman is the CEO of Mad Magazine. <laughs> he's the face. He's the oh, guy no. on Mad Magazine. Could it just Magazine. be Stan Lee-like? No! <laughs> no! Like, hi guys. <laughs> he can't be in every movie. What is he, Batman? Yes. So, Stan Lee's wearing the Batman mask. If you've ever seen a Mad Magazine cover, it usually <laughs> has this ugly-looking guy on the front. That's Alfred E. Newman, like the mascot for Mad, <laughs> Mad Magazine. In this universe, he owns Mad Magazine. And they're like, but why? And Newman's like, you see, I was gonna reroute the machine to make everyone on Earth really dumb. But, but why? Because if everyone on Earth is dumb, Mad Magazine will be regarded as a genius publication, and we'll make more money than ever. And they're like, how? But how did you, like, figure all this out? How'd you get into Lexus's lab? How are you smart enough to do all this? And he pulls out, like, a genius degree. And they're like, wait, hold on. If you're a genius, if you're a certified genius, why do you run a comedy magazine that's okay? <laughs> and Newman is just like, look, this is America. People would rather watch pregnant teenagers than learn why the sky is blue. And you're like, all right. The end. Acceptable. <laughs> and like, the okay. the inferior five are like, the DMA, the DMA stands off because they're like, these guys killed the suicide squad. We gotta stay away from these guys. Um... They're lifted by like the police lift off charges of accidental murder, property damage, and mail fraud. Accidental, accidental mail fraud. Mail fraud. Dumb bunny was taken through uh, George Clooney's mail on occasion. Same. Um, Everett is like, you know, this whole experience has taught me a lot. I'm gonna become a superhero, and we use the name Amazing Man. And like, they're like, hey, you should join our team. And he's like, uh, no. And he's like sweating. He's like, Inferior, inferior Six doesn't sound as good. <laughs> I'm not gonna join you guys. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and, like, as the group of characters have a laugh, we get, like, a where-are-they-now segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ultra Humanite was Knight, uh, he's stuck up a friendship with the Inferior Five because they're, since they're kind of, like, his creations, it was his idea to do what he did. So they're friends now, and he has taken over Mad Magazine and turned it into Grad Magazine. He's still trying to take over the world. Marcus Everett has a professional superhero career, a biographical movie not featuring the Inferior Five, (laughs) and is being eyed for the next Justice League roster. (laughs) Merry Man still leads the Five and now has a new high-tech base thanks to Ultra Humanite's help. He has erected a statue of Charlie Day's reporter guy with a quote that says, please, just believe. Like, they mistranslated him just saying, please, just leave. (laughs) It's please, just believe. And it's him taking a flask. (laughs) Um, the entire flash. Yeah. Aquaman and Dumb Bunny are in a relationship, but all they do is hold hands and stare at each other. Uh, the, blimp, <laughs> the blimp has taken up a job, uh, a side job, writing for a Saturday morning cartoon about the Inferior Five, where he gets to invent all kinds of cool villains and give them all his silly names. Kind of like Cisco. Um The White Feather has begun a stand-up comedy career under the alias Kevin Hart to help with his stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> Cyclotron and Deathbolt like Cyclor- uh. Cyclotron and Deathbolt Escape prison And run off to Mexico Where they run a farm And sell goat cheese They are posing as a gay couple As well for insurance reasons Oh I thought you were going to say Like they started their own TV show On Comedy <laughs> Central <laughs> uh, <laughs> That got cancelled Alfred E. Newman Is incarcerated in Arkham Asylum Where he shares, a cell with the, he shares a cell With the Riddler Rumors circulate That Newman's attempt at suicide stemmed from the Riddler's Constant riddles <laughs> The reporter guy, Charlie Day, uh, returns from the dead as a Black Lantern. The Inferior Five never do anything important but are, be- are beloved regardless. The end. Hooray. All right. Neat. So that's a lot.
2: That's Yay. awesome.
0: We'll take some consideration here. Uh, Seth, what did you
2: think? Uh, d- fantastic. I mean, it's great. You, you never see a superhero comedy movie. Yeah. yeah. Like We need it. Just, I mean, besides Deadpool, but like... Mm-hmm. Well,
0: yeah. With Deadpool, like... It That's was expected. funny, but really? it's also like you expect him to win. Yeah, I feel like from the opening scene you'd be like, "There's no way these guys have to win," <laughs> and by the end they kind of don't because they get help from like two actual competent people mm-hmm. mm. to stop Alfred e. Newman. from Updated making. it over I to David.
1: David. I liked it. it. Reminded me of the uh, the movie The Losers. Yeah, I remember that. It reminds me of a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Just, I just like it. Okay. You can pass Max. off. To
3: so I was actually like secretly hoping when you were like how'd you get into Lex Luthor's place I thought you were going to be like he rips off a mask and he is Lex Luthor.
0: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> wow huh. what else did you and, think Max? Um, I thought it was great like uh, Seth said I think we need more <laughs> uh, comedy hero movies that mm-hmm. would just be Great just like a bunch of stupid shit It's just really funny. Isn't all stupid that's shit? That's like you know?
2: that's that's one of my favorite parts of like original <laughs> comic books is just the ridiculousness. Yeah. And we don't we don't get that now no. unfortunately. Exactly. We don't yeah. get like the dude running around in the bright yellow suit with the blue underwear on the outside being like,
3: "I'm Ultraman." Yeah. <laughs> so they try to take more of a serious approach and I, I uh, Three it's, options, it's Nick. Cool, but not.
0: Thumbs up, thumbs down, or the the tilty, eh, hand thing. He gives it two thumbs up and a foot up. Oh. Hooray for everyone Poetry Oh, sorry, his toe The thumb of what his toe is, is
1: He thinks it was totally awesome He,
0: he thought <laughs> Alright, well was... I need to get this
2: Nick fellow out of my head So, uh right, No,
0: no, hold on we <laughs> Seth, let me ask you Who's your favorite Who's your favorite member of the Inferior Five?
2: Blim Blim? Blim <laughs> I feel like if I were to be part of an incompetent
0: superhero team, I would be the blimp of the group. <laughs> Flying at people in slow motion, <laughs> confusing them. Like, where do I go? Where do I go? What do I do? He's so slow. Where do I go? <laughs> w- who is your favorite member, Max? Awkward Mid. Awkward <laughs> Why? Because that name,
3: first of all, already is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then being fucking clumsy is kind
0: of hilarious. <laughs> but also super oh. durable.
3: You know what? I'm, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change that yeah. white feather. White feather. I just fucking find that whole shit hilarious about how he
1: just like can't aim when I'm looking. gonna do it. Just, just don't just look like, at me. Just don't look at me. <laughs> don't
0: what about look you? at me. What about you, David? Me, I like the white or white rabbit. Dumb bunny. Dumb, Dumb yes. bunny. You know they changed her name in two thousand sixteen to like strong bunny, and I was just like, no, you guys don't hide it. She's nah, dumb. yeah, Dumb Bunny is my favorite. Yeah. I do
1: very enjoy incompetent characters of super strength.
0: <laughs> just all the moments where she pulls off a door by mistake. The occasional Nick also, also likes, likes the white Starry. car. Okay, cool, nice. <laughs> so, I'm glad you guys enjoyed this. I enjoyed, you know, drawing it up and basically just going to town on everything I could with <laughs> what the Inferior Five had. Uh, I enjoyed putting the Ultra Humanite in there because, like... Literally, yeah. if you see the cartoon version of him, his head looks like a butt. And that's all anyone ever talks <laughs> about when face. I talk about Ultra Humanite. Because of his brain. But, I'm glad I got to get like Jordan Jordan P in this. Like, again, uh, b- before yes. I casted this, I was like, I wonder who I'm going to cast. By the end of it, I was like, first of all, more black people than I expected. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. A lot of comedian people, obviously. Yeah. But then I was just also like, dude, I like a lot of these actors. <laughs> I gotta cast more of these movies. But otherwise, uh, that's the Not end okay. of, of this podcast. What's up? Can I grab another one? Yeah, grab a whoopie pie. Right. We have so many that we get to mail out. Scratch, scratch. Yeah. So thank you all for listening to the Panel Pitch Podcast. And we are saying say la vie. Congratulations on our 50th episode. Of the Bye. Episode. Goodbye. Peace. Be sure to check out panelbuyer.blogspot.com, panelbuyer.podbean.com, and look for the Panel buyer on Facebook and Twitter. The Panel Buyer is also on YouTube and on
1: iTunes.